Clayton Smith, your host of Biblical Information Network, B-I-N, where the Word of God is brought to you in a form in which you can apply to your day-to-day uh, -day experience, where the Word is brought to you with interpretation, illumination, and hopefully inspiration uh, that you can take with you. Uh, in your walk uh, with the Lord. This want to go right to the text uh, today, and I want to come out of Psalms, the 55th chapter, Psalms 55, verse 22. And this psalm was penned by David, in the midst of difficulty and troubles and anxiety uh, in and around Jerusalem. David was facing uh, opposition um, from his enemies. And the most pressing difficulty that David was facing as he mentioned in this psalm, was someone who was very dear and close to him. Someone who was on his staff as king. And, you know, the most difficult challenges that we can face is when we are deceived by someone we love or someone we care about or a friend that is close to us. And perhaps someone listening on this podcast today is experiencing this very thing where someone close to you has lied on you or has betrayed you. And that is a very difficult situation that David had found himself in. And also he was uh, under threat by Absalom. Uh, and Absalom, who was conspiring against his rulership. And, you know, when you are surrounded by false reports and friends that you thought you trusted, but now you can't trust them. You don't know who to turn to. Um, and, and, and so being filled by all this anxiety around him, David made up in his mind that the only one he could really trust in was the Lord. The only one that he really could turn to was God. Again, I just want to read this text again to you in Psalms 55 and 22. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Now that's a promise by God. 
that he will sustain you, keep you through all your difficulties. And secondly, he will never let the righteous fall or those who are upright, those who have a relationship with God. He will never leave us or he, and he will never forsake us. And so sometimes you can be just surrounded by things and adversities and trouble and you don't know which way to turn and you feel like the floor is going to fall from up under you or the roof is going to fall on top of you and in your life or in your family and your job and your workplace and the community and you just trying to serve the Lord and your heart is right. Uh, but yet the people around you that are close to you is stabbing you in the back or lying on you. And so this, again, this is the situation that we're in in this text. And really David here, really what he was going through really foreshadows what Christ went through. We understand the Gospels and we understand Jesus on his way to Jerusalem to sacrifice on the cross for our sins as he willingly and voluntarily submitted to the will of the Father. His own disciples except one, forsook him at the cross. His own brethren did not understand him. And Peter denied him. And so really, David's experience foreshadows Christ's himself. But I do want you to know that God is a great and wise counselor. You, you need someone that you can go to and open up your heart to, gain access to, and you, we can boldly go before the throne of God's grace. And he is willing to hear the cry of an upright heart. And so we can't see God, but he sees us. And he knows all of our challenges and all of our difficulties. All of our cares. God can send to you an earthly representative to come your way who can help you bear your burdens words of comfort that God can lighten your load so David 
under such circumstances, he went to God for help. He made a confession of faith that I'm going to trust only in the Lord. Your full trust. God has given us people in our lives that we can have a degree of trust in. You know, we have made uh, 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 relationships with and covenants with uh, to a certain degree. But we all are flesh and we all can disappoint. Maybe not intentionally. But because we are, uh, are finite and we are not in control of all things. But God is in control of all things. And as difficult as things may seem, God knows. He knows what you're going through. So in this text today, he said, cast your burdens on the Lord. First of all, I want to deal with that word cast just briefly. It is in Hebrew, in this Hebrew word, it simply means to throw out. Throw it, just give it to God. Just, just whatever it is, just, just hand it to him. Whatever is weighing you down physically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, Give it over to God. And if you're carrying a weight and you give it to somebody else, then you don't continue to walk as though you are heavy burdened. Because when you cast your, your cares upon the Lord, you can begin to stop worrying about what is going on around you. You don't have to look over your back, look over your shoulder, have this anxiousness about yourself, being over-anxious and anxiety-filled. For what? If you've given it to God, walk upright. Walk straight. Don't be bent down and every little situation come up. Every circumstances come up, you worried about this and worried about that. Yes, worry can be a part of all of us. But yet he says, if you have thrown it onto him, it gets so heavy, just let it go. Just give it over to him and tell him to work it out. He'll work it out. This is what this text is about. If you carry a heavy load and it's getting too much for you, to bear, you shouldn't have to carry no heavy load to bear. But Jesus said, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. His grace is sufficient. His mercy is sufficient. Throw it on to him. Cast it out. He'll catch it. And he will make it such a way that you can handle it. And you're beginning to walk through this life and this journey with all this stuff going on, but you're much stronger to deal with it, to bear along with it, because he has come alongside with you to help you carry your burden. 
So what is this text really saying to us? Trust your burdens, cares to the Lord. Now there's seven things that will happen when you trust God with your burdens, when you just throw it on and just cast it over to him. The first thing that I want you to know is that he will not take advantage of you. He will not take advantage of us. You can't place your burdens on anybody. You can't sit down and talk to anybody what's going on in your heart and your mind. Some trusted people you can. God has put people in our life like counselors. I'm a counselor. People come to me with their burdens all the time. Married couples come to me with their burdens all the time. Share with me some of their deepest difficulties. But they are trusting me as a counselor who has the knowledge and understanding, the skills and the education and the experience and the heart of confidentiality and the heart of one who really cares for people and want to help them in their problematic situation. And they will know it by the first session or the second session. And they will come to you because they know there's someone that they can release their burdens and talk it over and someone who can give them an, an objective uh, view of, of their situation, whether it is figured out whether it's simply reality or perception or difficulty, just heavy burden. And I always tell them, listen, I'm just here as an instrument of God. I'm here that I'm care. Anything you can talk to me, you can talk to me about. But first of all, you want to carry your burdens to the Lord. I am a representative of God to help you do that. I feel that it is my ministry that God has sent me to do to help you based on his word and his will. So God will not take advantage of you. There are some people, some counselors, there are some friends that will take advantage of you. And, and David felt that even in this text, as he mentioned in, uh, in, in this particular text, he says, my own friend, someone I that was dear to me, I trusted in. And they deceived me. Someone who conspired along with Absalom out of his own camp to assert the authority of his rulership as king of, of Israel. So God will not take advantage of you. Second thing, he will provide healing for your soul. God's grace is healing grace. Healing grace. You healed when you know that you can handle your problems. That they don't take control of you. But you can take control of them because God is helping you to. You, you, you have healing grace because your heart and your mind is not overloaded, over-circuited, 
to the point where you can't function because you're afraid of who to turn to. But let me tell you, you can always turn to God and hold on to his everlasting hands. The third thing is that he will listen with empathy. God is a good counselor. He can empathize with you. And why is that? Because he knows what you're going through. And we in the church, as Christians and the body of Christ, we know that Jesus Christ came among us, became like us as a true man who understood adversity, who was ridiculed, who was talked about, and who went through all the troubles that humanity go with, and most of all, he carried with him the burden of the cross. He carried the burden of the cross. The sin of humanity was on his back, and he became a sin offering for us. So he understands. That's how God understands what we're going through because he sent his own begotten son to come into the world to suffer. And then one of the worst forms of suffering on the cross of, uh, of that day in which they nailed him on the cross, and put a thorn, uh, a crown upon his head as he bleed, bled there on the cross. He knows as he traveled along, was uh, uh, betrayed by people and, and ridiculed and even his own family and his brothers didn't understand. So God empathized. He knows what he's going through. You know, it is good to talk to somebody who knows what you're going through. And you can confine in to some degree. And so again, David foreshadows uh, Christ himself. Though God makes our carely, uh, uh, daily cares manageable, we should not feel heavy laden with these cares. Cast them on the Lord, and he will sustain you. That's a promise. That word sustain simply means he will hold you up. He will sustain you. You ever been in a situation that just seems so unbearable? You don't know if you can face tomorrow? You're afraid? Let me tell you, before you do anything that's uh, difficult, hard, and you feel fearful and afraid, um, I'm, I'm going to tell you what works for me. I'm going to tell you what works for me. Um, I, I've been to uh, many, many situations in life as a minister, as an, 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 an educator of students in graduate school, as a, as a counselor, uh, uh, and, 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 and I don't go to counseling, and I'm getting ready to meet a married couple or an individual a male who you don't know what they're going to come to you with, but I always get to my office early enough where I can meditate 
and I can pray. I pray on my way to the counseling agency as I drive. I don't close my eyes now, but I meditate on God. And I say, Lord, help me. Give me the words. Clear my mind. Open it up. And 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 and, and, and you know, counseling can be a burden as you face it. There's so many things in life uh, that you can have cares on you and burdens on you. I don't care how small they are, how great they are. I've had many difficult nights when I was working on my doctor's degree and I had fell with meningitis. I was in intense pain, taking all kind of medication. Uh, but I, I just felt the Lord wanted me to complete my study so that I could help the church. And I was in a lot of pain. I just said, Lord, I just cast all my burdens onto him. And I was facing the church, and I was writing dissertation. I was going to class and going back and forth on airplanes and taking classes and just, just thinking about, oh, as I think back on it, I'm glad I went through it. I'm glad I learned to cast it on, just give it to God, and he helped me to get through it. Sometimes you just got to say, well, you know, David didn't just, just give up. He just said, you know what? I see all this going around me. When you get a chance, I want you to read this whole uh, 55th Psalm and just see what he went through. When he started off, he said, listen to my prayer, oh God. Don't ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me. I am distraught at the voice of the enemy, at the snares of the wicked, for they bring down suffering upon me and revile me with their anger. David was depressed and anxiety-filled. And any time you're in leadership position, I don't care where you're at, if you're trying to be upright in the Lord, you're going to have some difficult times, some difficult days. And the most difficult ones are from those who you are trying to serve or those who are close to you and you get betrayed by them. That hurts. And so I have to know that if God has brought me through these things that I've been through, has been very difficult with difficulties that you go through that I go through. I'm just giving you my testimony how I cast my burdens on the Lord and he has seen me through. Help me. I'll, I like to take the rough road. Nothing, Anything that's good doesn't come easy doesn't come easy if you achieve anything that's right and good uh, in the Lord and, and it's genuine and, and, and you have to pay a cost you have to sacrifice for it but you can't do it without the Lord can't do it without the Lord so David cried and just, just continue to read this whole Psalm 55, and just take your time, and you read what he went through. But when it was all over, he said, you know, I'm just going to give it over to God. He will sustain you. 
He's really teaching. He left his complaint. He left his anxiety. He left his troubles behind, and he started teaching. And the best way to help yourself is to teach somebody else. best way to counsel, to get strong. And sometimes you might be going through the same thing that, that you're trying to help somebody else with and pain. But if you give them a good word, it will help you. And I like this last part. He will never let the righteous fall. Now, who can give you a promise like that? Who can give you a guarantee that he would never let the righteous fall? You will never fall out of his love. You will never fall out of his grace. You will never fall out of all the promises that he has for you in the future. You will never fall from all the blessings he have in heaven. You will never fall from anything God has for you. The devil cannot take it away. It's there. But God has given you, no one can take away. These little cares that we go through down here, just temporary, fleeting, little burdens. But nothing is compared to the glory that we will have with God throughout an eternity. And, 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 and so just keep in mind here that just throw, just throw them over to God. Just, just let, let the load go and just give it to him right now. Just give it to him. You can't do anything with them anyway until you give them to them. So just keep them under that heavy weight and that load for little bitty things you worrying about. Huh? There's going to be some more tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. You going to let them pile up on you? Just say, Lord, you in control. They're yours. And he said he will sustain you. But first of all, you got to let him go. You got to let him go. Now, there's, a lot, there's some things, you know, God, God can do all things that is consistent with his will and his purpose. But some things God cannot do. And it's good he can't do them. One thing he cannot change. I believe it's Malachi the third. Chapter 6, verse, I believe, says, I, Yahweh, change not. That's deep. I, Yahweh, change not. God doesn't change. What God does, he responds to us. If we don't, when we change, and we don't act right, his relationship changes. God can bless us or he can chastise us, but his nature does not change. Huh? God love, he has mercy, he has grace, he's righteous, he's omnipotent, he's love, he's light, he's all these beautiful things. 
but yet he can chastise us. We can hinder our fellowship with him. We won't lose our fellowship if we are believers, but we can end our walk with him on a daily basis. God does not change. And so you know what? Who wouldn't want to cast their cares on someone who doesn't change? His love doesn't change. If God said he loves you, he cares about you. If God said you can boldly come before him in grace, if God says you can bring all your troubles says whatever and and truly repent of heart he'll forgive you god to do that he doesn't change now there are some people who you care about or people you think care about you and have showed themselves that they care but you know they will let you down they'll change on you depending on the circumstances you'd be wondering how could you betray me how could you lie to me how could you Go against me. But I'm going to tell you, the reason God can sustain you, the reason why you can boldly just cast your burdens and all your worries on him, because he will not change. He is consistent. He's not wishy-washy. He is not something today and different tomorrow. You have confidence that God is consistent. He's consistent in his nature. That's why you can give it over to him. You don't have to worry about five years from now. God will turn your back on. You don't have to worry about when you get on your sick bed, he's going to walk away from you. You don't worry about when you get old and gray-headed and you're not able to do and, and move like you used to that God's going to turn his back on you. God is consistent. And guess what? When you die, he's going to be right there to receive you. He's not going anywhere. That's why you can place your burdens upon him. He cannot change. I'm going to tell you something else God cannot do. And I know you know that he cannot lie. Oh, he cannot lie. I don't tell you, white lie, whatever you want to call it, he cannot lie. Ain't no little lie in it. He cannot lie. God is true. God is faithful. God walks faithfully. Everything he does, he's faithful. He speaks the truth. He hates liars. He hates sin. That's why he had to deal with the sin issue on the cross. He cannot lie. So, you tell someone, you know, you tell someone, that's why if someone talk to you and say, listen, sister, or listen, brother, I have something I need to talk to you about. I need some help. And you say to them, you know, you can trust me. And they tell you, don't tell nobody. I'm just telling you because I need a good word from you to help me out. Huh? Well, you can tell me it's not going to get past me. Right? But then 
Sometimes it get past people. Some people talk to somebody else, you know, uh, so-and-so told me this, but you know what? They told me not to tell anybody, but I'm just going to tell you. And some people, you if you tell them anything, it's just like calling up the New York Times or CNN or something. Huh? But God cannot lie. That's scripture. Another thing God cannot do, he cannot undo the past. What's already done is done. And what was in the past, God allowed it to happen. Huh? He cannot undo the past. But what he can do is help you to take your past, learn from the failures of it, and realize that you are not a victim of your past. Learn from it. Do better, learn better skills, learn better ways, learn true, healthy thinking so that you can do better in the future. As a counselor, I hear people pass what they went through, their family of origin, how it affected them and their families up into their adult life. And you can't undo the past. No counselor can. Huh? But help to learn from it and change from it. Another thing God cannot do, he cannot fail. If God cannot fail, he's not going to allow us to fail. The righteous will not fall. They will not fail away from God's promises and his ways. God doesn't fail. Mm -mm. He doesn't fail. And so we have to realize all these things. And one thing, you know what? God cannot make a wrong right. What's wrong is wrong. God will not make a wrong right. What he says is wrong, it's going to stay wrong. What he said is sin Two, three, four thousand, six thousand years ago, however long, seven, eight, however long years ago it was since God created heaven and earth and gave, gave his will and his purpose and his word, what he says is wrong. And in his progressive revelation, Sin is sin. Plain and simple as that. Now, God gave certain uh, regulations and certain dispensations because of progressive revelation. And in certain dispensa uh, dispensations, they had a purpose, a purpose for each one. And each one led into the other. Like we went from law to grace. And each dispensation has their own purpose. And through progressive revelation, as God brought humanity up to the present, up to the church age, 
We have New Testament truth. And all through it all, what God said is sin is sin. And so we have to understand through it all, even though God doesn't fail, God cannot sin, God cannot lie, God cannot change. And because of that, we can cast our cares upon him. And he will sustain us in all that we achieve and try to achieve in this life. He will let, he will never let, and I like that word never. That's eternity. He'll never let us fall. He, he will uphold us. Yes, he upholds nature. He upholds the universe. He upholds the stars, the moon, the galaxies. He upholds all things by the counsel of his holy will. And as I close and conclude this podcast today, I just want to say whatever's around you, whatever your difficulties, and what you're worrying about is going to happen tomorrow or next week. Just whisper a prayer. A moment before you face it. Just a moment before you face it. Whatever it is. Close your eyes for a few seconds or minutes and just give it to them. Just give it to them. And walk right into whatever you're walking into and see how light you will feel and think and know that a burden has been lifted off of you. May God bless you and keep you. This has been Biblical Information Network, Dr. Clayton Smith, B-I-N. God keep you in his care.